Good morning. It's morning in the mountains and I am not Frank Murphy. I'm Rich Haley because this is Sports in the Smokies and we're going to get started right now. Everyone, it's Rich Haley. This is Sports in the Smokies here on the Mountain Fun Life channel. So we're doing something a little bit different today. This is an early edition. Our actual normal day for the sports show is gonna be on Fridays. But I kinda of came in and hijacked the studio, so I get to play today. So we're gonna talk about sports. We're gonna talk about uh, UT basketball. We're gonna talk a little high school basketball, some hockey, and we'll see what else comes up. But what I wanna tell you first is this really isn't my show. It's your show. Uh, we're coming to you live, just like we do every morning, which means you can make comments. I'll get those comments right here. We'll put them up and we'll talk about it. So I really want to get a conversation going about some of the things that we're talking about today. Now, obviously, we're on Facebook Live right now, but if you can't watch uh, while the show's live, you can always catch our archives on YouTube or Facebook. We've also got our podcasts up now all over the place, including uh, iHeartRadio, and we're also on Roku. So you can catch us just about anywhere that you want to and anytime you want to. It's one of the beauties of streaming media. So the other thing we're going to do is we're really working forward on changing Morning in the Mountains to be more about you, about your interests. So if you have any sports stories that you would like for us to cover, you can send them to me. I'll give you an email a little bit later on in the show, and we will be happy to put you on here and cover your sporting events because we take our slogan, guiding your adventure seriously. We wanna help you get the most out of your time here, whether you're a local or you're a visitor. So let's go ahead and get started. We're going to talk about UT basketball. Now, the UT men last night played against Alabama and boy, did they play. It came as a shock to everyone, myself included, when Tennessee came out with a 69 to 68 win. It was truly an epic game. The Vols were down early in the first half, down by as much as 15 points. And they were able to come back from that, which is the largest comeback by a UT team since 2017, when they came back by 16 points once again against Alabama. So it was a great game. And I think the real key to the game, the difference maker, was towards the end of the first half, Tennessee was down 15 and Coach Rick Barnes called a timeout, and you could see that the players weren't out of the game. You could see they still were ready to play and were still carrying on the game plan. And it showed by the time the clock ran out in the first half, they cut the lead down to eight. So it became a manageable uh, deficit. Went in at halftime, made some adjustments, and then in the second half, they came out and they played some lights out basketball. They attacked the basket. And we've talked about that several times in the past about this UT team. Sometimes, especially since Lamonte Turner had to step down, they've had trouble penetrating, getting into the paint, and scoring on the inside. They were content to move the ball around the outside and take the long shot for the three. When uh, they are not shooting well from the outside, that killed their offense. But there's another piece to that, and it really was evident in this game. Good morning, Jessica. See how that works? And if I push that button and hit send, yep, that works. So, good morning. So, like I was saying, 
One of the things about an inside game in basketball, when you're driving to the basket, what that does is two things. One, you get a better shot, and that's important, but just as important is you tend to draw more fouls. And that becomes important for two reasons. The first reason is obviously you go to the line and you get to shoot baskets unopposed. And if you shoot well from uh, the foul line, as Tennessee did last night, that's a lot of free points. But the other thing that does is it puts the other team in trouble on defense as their players gain fouls. They have to sit out because they don't want to foul out and not be able to come back in the game. And that gives you a chance to do more work on the inside because you're taking those starting players out. And that's what happened last night. Three Alabama players, all of their big men, fouled out early uh, in the game. Two of them were very early in the second half. Uh, excuse me, in the second half, not very early. And what that allowed was Tennessee to get more uh, movement on the inside and extend their lead a little bit. Now, a couple players had standout games, and one of them, of course, is John Fulkerson. About six weeks ago, five, six weeks ago, it was interesting because Coach Rich Bar Rick Barnes said that we hadn't seen everything Fulkerson was capable of. And this was at a time where he was leading the team. Uh, but Coach Barnes said there's still more there, and now we're starting to see it. Fulkerson scored 22 points last night. And he did so in a very uh, dominant fashion. He was able to get inside. He drew foul after foul. The three men that were guarding him all fouled out of the game. And that set things up for Tennessee to take the lead close to the end. Uh, Eve Pons did a double-double last night, so he had a really good game. And again, the Tennessee basketball team is starting to find a mix and finding that ability to get inside and score points in the paint. So, what we talked about last week is that the Vols were, had dropped out of discussion in the postseason. The loss at home uh, really hurt them. It dropped them down to seventh in the SEC, and there's a big clot of teams there. And I said they had to do something special on the road to get back into the conversation. A win at Alabama was that special thing, and they pulled it off. So they're still in seventh, but they're the only team in seventh now, and they're only three games out of first. So a couple more big wins, and they're not in the bubble yet, but they're in the conversation. And that's good. That's good for uh, the Vols. So let's talk about the Lady Vols. Now, the Lady Vols just had a really rough game against uh, South Carolina, and South Carolina is ranked number one in the country, and the Lady Vols really had a hard time losing 69-48. to So that was only their second SEC loss. They also lost to Kentucky earlier in the season. So they're still in very good position, but it was one of those losses that really makes it hard on a team to bounce back from. And that's going to be the challenge because tomorrow night, the Lady Vols have to take on Mississippi State. Mississippi State is currently ranked number eight. And when they played South Carolina, they lost, but it was only an 81 to 79 loss. So this is gonna be a very tough game for the Lady Vols. Um, it is uh, at home, it is here at Thompson Bowling. So we really want to get a lot of people out there to support the team, cheer them on, and see if they can pull out the win. So 
That's basketball. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to start talking about high school basketball because we've got a ladies team of our own in Sevier County that's doing some pretty amazing things. And we'll talk about that when we get back in just a minute. We have our own magazine. Our prints are located in shops, gas stations, hotels, ballparks, all over the Smoky Mountain region. We offer a concierge service for cabins, hotels, resorts, and individuals. A portion of any of our services or ad space may be applied as ticket value to the cost of any service or ad you book through us. Contact our marketing today for a free initial consultation. Email marketing at mountainfunlife.com. Welcome back to Sports in the Smokies. I'm Rich Haley, and we are going to talk high school basketball. And uh, we're going to start off talking about the Northview Academy Cougars. Now, Northview has been having a mixed season between the boys' teams and the girls' team. And right now, we want to talk about the girls' team because they are pretty impressive. Uh, the ladies are, where did I put that? 23-2 and two on the season and 8-1 and one in the district, and they've been dominating their opponents. The guys are 14-12 and 12 overall, 2-7, and seven, so they're having a rougher season. But uh, the Lady Cougars are really dominant, and they're doing it in all phases of the game. They can hit from the outside. Uh, they can penetrate, score from the inside. They're uh, swarming on defense. They hit from the free throw line. Their set plays are outstanding. They're just an all-around well-coached, and uh, strong team. So last night they had to take on Union County and they came away with a win of 80 to 46. And we'll look at some highlights here in just a second, but what I want to tell you is the score could have been a lot higher than that. Uh, they actually uh, slowed down in the fourth quarter. Uh, first quarter score was 19 to 10 for the Lady Cougars and by halftime they'd stretched that out to 43 to 20. So uh, let's take a look at some of the highlights from that game. So we can see a little uh, hustle play here as Lexi Bates gets it knocked out of bounds, swings it back to Campbell Penland, who sends it to Sierra Bates. And we can see that they finish that off with a score. Hitting from the free throw line is uh, Casey Miracle. Sorry about that. And hitting from the threes, here's uh, as they're, uh, oh yeah, that's 14. That's uh, Campbell Penland hitting her three. A little defensive play coming up here as they steal the ball, drive at the length of the court. And there's Gracie Miracle again with the three coming off, off of that side. So you can see that they can nail it from the outside or when they miss it, right up from underneath is a Haven Style Cup. And once again, another three. These aren't repeats, folks. They're still going. Here on the inbounds play, we're going to see Skylar Jenkins cut up underneath. So you can see they score from the inside, they score on offense. They're just altogether completely dominant as a, as a uh, basketball team. And again, you can see the score there, 46 to 22, coming back in. 
over to the angle. And there, that was Skylar Jenkins with those points. So, an excellent game. And like I said, uh, they really kind of took the fourth quarter easy because it was the game where they were running away with it. But they did come away with the 80-46 to 46 win. So the next team we're going to talk about is uh, Pigeon Forge. Pigeon Forge Tigers had to go to Carter to play Carter. And uh, they had an inter interesting game. The girls played very, very close. But Carter came out on top with a score of 56 to 50. Then the boys came out. And uh, let's go ahead and roll that because this was an interesting game. Uh, Carter is absolutely dominant. And uh, you can see that number one, Ty Hurst, one, wins the tip. And they bring it right in. And uh, Colby Reynolds hits for three to open the scoring. And as we're going, you can see the swarming defense of the Hornets just made it almost impossible for the Tigers to get to the basketball. And there is Ty Hurst again, making the shot. Steal uh, to Hornet Bryson McKeon, and he takes it all the way in for the score. This is the first points of the game for Pigeon Forge. That was Avery Bohannon. And here Avery Bohannon has fed Keegan Rayfield for their first uh, points from the floor. And here's Ty Hurst again hitting from the cheap seats. And as we keep going, Pigeon Forge is trying to get in there. Al-Sultani, that's Hussein Al-Sultani, makes a really nice move. Gets to the basket, but the Hornets come right back. Bring the ball up the court. And then feed the big man, number 14, Preston McNew, for the jam. And that is how the game went for Pigeon Forge. And the final score was Carter 81 and Pigeon Forge 66. All right, we do have some... Upcoming games for tomorrow night. Obviously, this is Wednesday night. We don't get a whole lot of basketball on Wednesday night. So Thursday night, we've got some basketball here uh, locally. We've got uh, Sevier County taking on Cosby, and that will be here in Sevier County. And Northview is back in action again Thursday night, and they are going to Carter. So that's going to be at Carter. Going to be a tough game for the uh, Northview girls and hopefully we'll get some video of that and I'll show it to you on the show on Friday. So that's about it for basketball. So I wanna switch tracks a little bit and let's talk about, I don't know, how about snow skiing? Frank Murphy was able to get an interview with Mel, Mel, Mel Whaley, a, uh, excuse me, a ski patrol member and we're going to roll that now. Uh, interesting information. So uh, let's go ahead and uh, roll that interview. You're watching Morning in the Mountains on Mountain Fun Life. Hi, I'm Frank Murphy. And today we're going to speak with Mel Whaley about the Gatlinburg Ski Patrol. And now, Mel, I know you're a member of our community in other ways, but I recently learned that you also take to the slopes as a first responder with the, with the ski patrol at Ober Gatlinburg. That is amazing. Congratulations oh, on that. Oh, well, thank you. Obviously, thank you. that requires skill, training, experience, athleticism, all the things that you have. 
Yeah, and it's funny because from people up north, they're like, Tennessee has a uh, <laughs> mountains with a ski resort, and yes, we do. Well, mountains have are high, and mountains that are that tall get snow. So, I mean, come on. <laughs> oh, yeah, and Ober actually is the resort, and it opened in 1962. Yeah. But the ski patrol has been around since the late 1930s and actually started from World War II. So we're an organization yeah. of 30,000-plus members all over the world. So this is like lifeguards at the pool, except in an even more dangerous environment because you could slide down. I, I mean, if I were skiing, I could easily break a bone. I could see that happening, and you would be there to help me. Yes area that our ski patrollers have um, outdoor sports enthusiasm. Sure. So this is something in the winter that we can do to help people because we are outdoor emergency care technicians and we're certified. But also you got to admit it's a pretty sweet gig you know you volunteer so they let you into the ski resort and oh I've got skis on and no one needs help right now why don't I just shush my way down the mountain and come back up. <laughs> well I mean there is a benefit because we get to ski all day yes. or snowboard um, but one benefit for me on why I joined was because I did a lot of hiking and biking and outdoor sports activities where it took me like 12 miles back up the mountain and if I didn't know what to do with my kids yeah. there or my friends and family, um, you know, something could bad, bad could happen. And I see so, what you mean. Because, yeah. yeah, we've heard stories over time about hikers who uh, get deep into the mountains and then a storm comes through and it's rained for us down at the bottom of the hill. But up there, it turns into a blizzard and next thing you know, you, you know, it's a life or death situation. It is. And so for us to be able to... Uh, go to Ober Gatlinburg Ski Patrol and be on there and to learn that first aid and the emergency care that we can give to save lives, that's priceless. So uh, over time, obviously, you need new members. What's the story on joining? Yeah, so we actually have paid and volunteer patrol, mm -hmm. and we actually have an event coming up to where we actually have people that are thinking about patrol but aren't oh, sure outstanding. yet. outstanding. All right. So let's talk about how, if you're interested in becoming a ski patrol member, you can get some questions answered by Mel and the rest of the volunteers and professionals when and where. Yeah, so it's at Ober Ski Resort, and it's on mm -hmm. February 9th, and then we have another one on February 22nd, but you can easily go to our website and review more details about it or our Facebook page. All right, so February 9th is a Sunday, um, and the 22nd is a Saturday, so it's weekends. What time of day are we talking about? Obviously, the middle of the day-ish, because, you know, you don't do it in the dark. <laughs> right. So one of the best and exhilarating things about the ski patrol is we get to open the slopes. Oh, man. So we're talking <laughs> yes. fresh snow. Fresh snow. So in the morning from 8 a.m. and then all the way through 11, we'll be going around and just showing you what a day of a patroller is like. And anybody really, it's not a full-time commitment. It's only one weekend oh, uh, a month through the season. So uh, anybody's schedule is real flexible. So we're going to have those days. You get a spiffy like, lifeguard outfit here with the National <laughs> Ski Yes, <Patrol>. we do. <laughs> yes. All right, so we're talking again Sunday, February 9th, starting at 8 in the morning. Yes. And Saturday, February 22nd, also Yes. 8 in the morning. Yes. All right, so now you've had opportunity to do this for a little bit. Tell me something that just made you feel really great and val valuable and obviously want to come here and share the message. What was some of those things that made you think, you know what, I like this? 
Well, it's about the camaraderie of all the patrollers because yeah. even on, you know, where it's not the winter time, we are together doing biking and kayaking oh, awesome. and all that through the summer too. So you really build a bond with your teammates and also being able to build that bond across the nation with the other ski resorts and outdoor sports community. Right. Yeah, because you're. This is a national ski patrol. You it said is. thirty thousand members nationwide. Yes. Well, that you must be very proud to be a member, obviously. Oh yeah, and it's really fun. I yeah. really enjoy it. Well, yeah, especially with winter sports. I can just picture you now snowboarding down <laughs> the slopes with your bright red. <laughs> That's right. Excellent. And what color pants do they wear? Do red pants too? Uh, I mean, usually black, but we also do like extra sports activities with <laughs> the races and things like that. Okay. So we were just down in Atlanta for a, a big competition down there, and we nice. actually got to patrol down there. So we go around uh, to different states and things like that doing those things. All right. So we look for the uh, National Ski Patrol, and we can find it through Obergatlinburg also, right? Yeah. We're on Facebook, and we have a website. Thank you very much, Mel Whaley, with the National Ski Patrol. February 9th and February 22nd, your opportunity to learn more. Appreciate you being here. Thank you. All right. You're watching Morning in the Mountains on Mountain Fun Life. More of the show coming up right after this. Good morning and welcome back to Sports in the Smokies here on the Wednesday edition of Morning in the Mountains. I'd like to thank Frank for interrupting my show once again. <laughs> All right, so next thing we're going to talk about is a little bit of hockey. So we're going to talk about the Ice Bears. And the Ice Bears have a home series this weekend against uh, Peoria. And uh, both nights are theme nights. And one of my favorite things about uh, minor league hockey is almost every night is a theme night. And the uh, Ice Bears really play that up well. Uh, they have halftime entertainment. They'll have special drinks, special snacks, special jerseys, and everything is available for you to bring home. So our themes for this weekend, the first game Saturday, they are wiener dog races. And believe it or not, this is part two of the wiener dog races. Apparently they're slow and they only made it halfway across the ice in part one. So they'll set them all back out there, put them in the positions where they were at the end of the first race and send them off again. Um, yeah. So we've got wiener dog races on Saturday. And if that's not exciting enough, on Sunday we have baby races. It's baby race night, Nick Jr. baby race night with the Ice Bears. And those are at the uh, Knoxville Civic Coliseum. Uh, you can get tickets at the gate. You can pick them up early, but go and see the Ice Bears. It's always a fun night. Now we're going to do something a little bit different. We asked you to send in pictures of some of your adventures in the Smokies and some of the things that mean Smokies to you. So you guys responded and we got some really cool pictures and like we promised, we're going to put them on the air and uh, show you some of the things that we can do here in the Smokies, some of the things that you can see and what the local residents are showing. So we're going to start off right here. All right, and that's a nice view of the Smoky Mountains National Park coming from Cassie Sheets. And here's a picture from the Red Skelton Show in Pigeon Forge, and that comes to us from Mary Earls, so thank you, Mary. Charlie Rich sends us a really nice picture of a sunset in the Smokies. Lots of color in those clouds, nicely done. Ken Blake. 
showing us he's going to hike and the weather doesn't matter. If you remember a couple of weeks ago, we talked about hiking in the Smokies in, this, in the winter and some of the great uh, trails. So, ee, where'd it go? Hang on a second, technical difficulties, there we go. Not to be outdone, Shane Sargent also posts a sunset picture in the Smokies. Then we've got Linda Husky's picture. Charlie Rich sends us this picture of some deer in his front yard. Gotta love that. We see deer in our front yards fairly regularly. And we'll put a couple more up. Keep the pictures coming because we really enjoy seeing them and we will continue doing this. We're going to close out with Pam Baker with a nice shot of the mountains in winter. And you can see this is just some of the beautiful things that we get to see here in the Smokies every day. All right, so that's most of the show for today. I want to tell you a little bit, give you a couple of programming notes. Like I said at the top of the hour, this is an early edition of Sports in the Smokies. Normally on Wednesdays, we've got a brand new edition of Morning in the Mountains. Jim Johnson and Dre Hilton will be coming here on Wednesdays talking about entertainment in the Smokies. So they'll have theater news and concert news and anything else that's going on to help you have some fun while you're here because that's our job. Like we said, we're guiding your adventure and we're gonna provide you with every option that we can on things to do and see while you're here, whether you're a local or whether you are a uh, resident. So the normal edition of Sports in the Smokies will be on Friday and it will be on every Friday for the foreseeable future. And uh, this Friday, we've got a couple of special things going on for you. The first one is we're going to have Wes Mayberry, who is the sports editor of the Mountain Press. And he's gonna come in and he's gonna talk high school basketball. We'll look at how the season has gone for all of our local teams, who's going to the postseason, and who's gonna be rebuilding for next year. Then we may also have a visit from another uh, local sportscaster, and I'm not going to give out his name because I don't know if we're going to get him on here yet or not, but if we do, it's going to be very, very interesting. This man is well known for his opinions, and he's not afraid to share them. So the other things that we'll be talking about on Friday, very quickly, we will have the XFL preview because they start next week or this weekend, Saturday and Sunday, two games each. And we'll also be talking about NASCAR because it's already coming up time for Speed Week. Football season ends, so the motors are starting, NASCAR will be going. So that's gonna be our Friday show. I hope you've enjoyed this. Uh, remember, you can comment live. We can start a conversation. And again, if you have any sports topics that you'd like to hear me cover, if you'd like me to come cover a game or an event, all you have to do is email us here. The email address is rich at mountainfunlife.com. And we'll be happy to cover your events. And who knows, you may see yourself up here. All right, everybody, thanks for showing up. It's been a lot of fun, and I will see you Friday. Remember, tomorrow is Ask Frank. And he will have guests and much hilarity, and it will be very interesting. So please tune in then. I'm Rich Haley, and we'll see you later.